And that's why I believe in you because that is the greatest purpose. It's to love. Honest. It's to, it sounds corny. Whatever you want to say, I don't care. I love people because there is freedom and power in loving people. Hello, all you positive heads out there. Thanks for tuning your beautiful brainwaves into another episode of the Positive Head Podcast, where we are firmly convinced that creating success and happiness is rooted in understanding the ultimate nature of reality and the fact that as human beings, we are all immensely powerful fractals of the one and only source consciousness, which creates and animates all things. Now, of course, understanding this powerful truth is one thing. Applying this incredibly empowering wisdom to everyday life, well, that's another, which is exactly why we provide you with a fresh serving of soul food for thought five days a week to help constantly remind you of what matters most. You are it. And I'm your host, Brandon Beecham. I'm the one who will be here with you each and every Wednesday interviewing a different consciousness change maker that is also out there working tirelessly to help catalyze change and expand awareness all across Spaceship Earth. On the other four weekdays, you can hear me discussing topics such as my favorite thought-provoking quotes, reading and discussing wisdom from empowering books, playing clips from various inspirational spiritual teachers, sharing a bit of mysterious news, taking questions from the audience, and essentially digging into any other mind-expansive topics that will help keep your soul fed by tuning you into positive vibrations on a consistent basis. All right, all you positive heads, welcome back to another episode of the Positive Head Podcast. Here we go. So happy to be connecting with you all as always. It is uh, a pleasure, an honor, a privilege. And wherever you are when you're hearing this, take a moment and just look around and look at look at your life. You are here. The fact that you're here is such an amazing miracle. Life is miraculous. So yeah, let's get into that mag- magical mind frame, shall we? Yes, we shall. Okay, (laughs) here we go. Um, I would like to start off with some reviews. Got some wonderful reviews on iTunes. You guys know how much I love those. Helps to reach new people and it's working. You guys reviewing not only is fueling my fire to continue doing this five days a week, but uh, also reaching new people and together we are making a difference. Isn't it wonderful how it's like a team effort? It's a like soul fam effort. You guys are sharing and reviewing, which helps us to, uh, you know, rise in the ranks and yeah, I'm just so, uh, appreciative to be a part of this, um, this experience. And so first review here by on my search, um, says loving this podcast. I've been looking to find something I can enjoy and I can enjoy and learn from every day. And so far I'm really digging this. Yay. Glad it's working. That's the point. Daily conscious effort, right? And, uh, congratulations to you for, uh, for searching, for seeking something out. And, uh, I'm just, you know, I'm just a mirror. I'm just a reflection of you getting it We're all getting it right together, walking each other home. Uh, Next review here is by Music with a lot of S's and a lot of C's. (laughs) I can't thank you enough. I've been listening to this podcast for over a month now, and it has seriously changed my life. It is like my spiritual therapy. I was depressed for about six years of my life, and after my spiritual awakening three years ago, I sometimes slipped back into the darkness. This podcast helped me on my latest low and is a perfect positive reminder of everything I know and want to keep learning about. 
I'm more motivated than ever to, to stay in the positive flow. I too want to help enlighten people and change the world. And Brandon is such an amazing inspiration for that. I see clearly that we have the power to change the world with love and knowledge. I am constantly spreading the word about this podcast to my friends and family, and they have thanked me so much for doing so. So thank you. Thank you with all of my being. Ah, so much goodness in that review. Thank you for taking the time to share and, and complete the circle of love, so to speak, that I'm putting out into the world, shining it back my direction. It really fuels my fire. And um, yeah, I mean, you, you, you've said it. It's like you want to help inspire other people. There's nothing more rewarding than that. That is, uh, that is where it's at for all of us. And we all have our own unique ways to do that. Whether it's one person, whether it's a billion people, it doesn't matter. Like, uh, it's just, just get in the flow with, with how do I serve today? How do I serve these extensions of self? And when we get into that mindset with that pure intention, watch out world because you have the power of, you know, source wants to, use you now it's like oh here's someone worth uh spending uh you know sort of channeling through and uh touching others through and you just go about you know your life making a, a difference and in the process uh, having so much joy in yourself in doing so um and of course you know this person referenced having a low and it truly is a reality is uh, it's like a sine wave, right? It's ups and downs. It's going to, you know, music, how perfect music, look at, look at a recording uh, of, you know, music, a sine wave, right? Up, down, it's all part of the song. It's all part of the melody. It's all, it's all necessary. So when you uh, slip back into the darkness or the downside of that wave, right? Um, just know that it's part of it and there's something, there's a gift there for you. And when you can understand that, you bounce out, you higher than ever before, and you even find the beauty in that darkness. And um, yeah, this is how we do it. This is how we do it. Okay, I won't sing that song, but maybe, <laughs> maybe, ah, I, I think I could, I already have another song queued up for today, but you know, if uh, you wanted some really uh, sort, somewhat cheesy 90s, uh, <laughs> 90s uh, music for me to play, well, you got a little taste there. Ah, let's see, where do I want to go next with this podcast? Well, what I want to do is I think completing the seven spiritual laws of success would be uh, an excellent way to take it today. I've really enjoyed it. And a little synchronicity, I just posted... Um, I just posted a uh, video. I was on uh, Purpose TV, new uh, web series, uh, video web series with um, with Jessica Reed, who was on the show a few weeks back. And uh, it, you know, Purpose TV. It's all about your purpose. And what is today's final chapter seven? The law of Dharma, or purpose in life. So uh, check that out if you guys want on the Facebook group. I just uh, shared it. Uh, Positive heads. If you're not there, please join up link up with other listeners. We're connecting there and sharing, supporting all kinds of goodness on that Facebook group. And you can, you can check that purpose TV out as well. Um, also, Oh, by the way, we're, we're newly on Google play. Um, so of course you always hear me talking about iTunes, the Holy grail of all things, uh, podcasting, but Google plays getting in the, in the podcast game. So if you guys have a Gmail account, anything Google, even if you don't just go, literally it's as easy as hitting subscribe. Uh, and whether you listen through there or another medium, you know, doesn't matter by subscribing, uh, you're going to help us to sort of 
scale the the Google charts, which uh, I would imagine will become more and more of a force as anything Google puts their energy into sort of uh, becomes a big deal, right? So please help the Positive Head podcast by just clicking subscribe on uh, Google Play. Um, And you can see, get a link to that uh, through positivehead.com. There's a Google Play link now. So yeah, let's see here. Before I get into reading uh, this final chapter of the seven spiritual laws of success, uh, I thought I would share a couple of really great relevant quotes. Uh, This first one is, Purpose is the place where your deep gladness meets the world's needs. And that's by Frederick Buckner. Uh, Another great quote I found uh, by T.D. Jakes. If you can't figure out your purpose, figure out your passion, for your passion will lead you right into your purpose. And that's a really great piece of advice. Um, You know, purpose is the place where your deep gladness meets the world's needs. This is everything that we're talking about, right? You have so many people get concerned. I don't know what my, what what I'm supposed to do, what I'm supposed to do. It's just something I get questions about all the time or hear about. It's just, it's everywhere out there, right? Find your passion, follow your passion, follow your heart. uh, And also be open to the idea that serving is, uh, is where it's at. That is where the joy is going to come from. That is where the real success is going to come from. So it's going to be a passion, passion related, something you're drawn to, um, and it's going to have to do with service, right? And this is how you're going to find it. This is how you're going to flow right to it. And of course, relaxing about needing it to show up, it will show up in perfect divine timing as everything does. So, um, yeah, this is just, uh, it's so funny because literally just recording that Purpose TV, we talked about this. This chapter, we just happen to be queued up for it. This is what people need to hear, apparently, as uh, the forces are aligning to talk about it. So let's see what Deepak Chopra has to say about all of this. Um, This chapter seven is called The Law of Dharma, or Purpose in Life. And um, right on the front of the chapter, it says, Everyone has a purpose in life, a unique gift or special talent to give to others. And we, when we blend this unique talent with service to others, we experience the ecstasy and exaltation of our own spirit, which is the ultimate goal of all goals. Oh, that's just a very eloquent way to say exactly what I just said, right? Um, and this, uh, ah, this uh, quote is actually from another book that I've considered reading and may do at some point, which is um, Khalil Gibran and the Prophet. And it it says, when you work, you are a flute through whose heart the whispering of the hours turns to music. And what is it to work with love? It is to weave the cloth with threads drawn from your heart, even as if your beloved were to wear that cloth. Ah, I love Khalil Gibran. I love the prophet. Should really consider reading it sometime, uh, you know, down the road uh, on the show because it's so poetic and beautiful and inspiring. There's also, by the way, guys, a, a movie that they they just made into a cartoon movie of the prophet. I highly recommend checking it out. It's beautifully done. Um, anyway, digging in here, the seventh spiritual law of success is the law of Dharma. Dharma is a Sanskrit word that means purpose in life. The law of Dharma says that we have taken manifestation in physical form to fulfill a purpose. The field of pure potentiality is divinity in its essence, and the divine takes human form to fulfill a purpose. According to this law, you have a unique talent and a unique way of expressing it. 
There's something that you can do better than anyone else in the whole world. And for every unique talent and unique expression of that talent, there are also unique needs. When these needs are matched with the creative expression of your talent, that is the spark that creates affluence. Expressing your talents to fulfill needs creates unlimited wealth and abundance. If you could start children right from the beginning with this thought, you'd see the effect it has on their lives. In fact, I did this with my own children. Again and again, I told them there was a reason they were here, and they had to find out what that reason was for themselves. From the age of four years, they heard this. I also taught them to meditate when they were about the same age, and I told them, I never, ever want you to worry about making a living. If you're unable to make a living when you grow up, I'll provide for you, so don't worry about that. I don't want you to focus on doing well in school. I don't want you to focus on getting the best grades or going to the best colleges. What I really want you to focus on is asking yourself how you can serve humanity and asking yourself what your unique talents are. Because you have a unique talent that no one else has and you have a special way of expressing that talent and no one else has it. They ended up going to the best schools, getting the best grades, and even in college, they are unique in that they are financially self-sufficient because they are focused on what they are here to give. This, then, is the law of Dharma. Ah, what a wonderful, inspiring perspective on uh, raising children, which, by the way, is a question that I've gotten recently that's on the queue. Uh, I forgot who who wrote in asking about that. Hopefully, they're listening um, because that right there is uh, some, some real wisdom on how to approach um, raising your children. But, okay, there are three components to the law of Dharma. The first component says that each of us is here to discover our true self, to find out on our own that our true self is spiritual, that essentially we are spiritual beings that have taken manifestation in physical form. We're not human beings that have occasional spiritual experiences. It's the other way around. We're spiritual beings that have occasional human experiences. Each of us is here to discover our higher self or our spiritual self. That's the first fulfillment of the law of Dharma. We must find out for ourselves that inside us is a god or goddess in embryo that wants to be born so that we can express our divinity. The second component of the law of Dharma is to express our unique talents. The law of Dharma says that every human being has a unique talent. You have a talent that is unique in its expression. So unique that there's no one else alive on this planet that has that talent or that expression of that talent. This means that there's one thing you can do and one way of doing it that is better than anyone else on this entire planet. When you're doing that one thing, you lose track of time. When you're expressing that one unique talent that you possess or more than one unique talent, in many cases, the expression of that talent takes you into a timeless awareness. The third component of the law of Dharma is service to humanity, to serve your fellow human beings and to ask yourself the questions, how can I help? How can I help all those that I come into contact with? When you combine the ability to express your unique talent with service to humanity, then you make full use of the law of Dharma. And coupled with the experience of your own spirituality, the field of pure potentiality, there is no way you will not have access to unlimited abundance because that is the real way abundance is achieved. This is not a temporary abundance. It's permanent because of your unique talent, your way of expressing it, and your service and dedication to your fellow human beings, which you discover through asking the question, how can I help instead of what's in it for me? The question, what's in it for me, is the internal dialogue of the ego. Asking how I can help, how can I help, is the internal dialogue of the spirit. The spirit is that domain of your awareness where you experience your universe, universality. 
and just shifting your internal dialogue from what's in it for me to how can I help, you automatically go beyond the ego into the domain of your spirit. While meditation is the most useful way of entering the domain of spirit, simply shifting your internal dialogue to how can I help will also access the spirit, that domain of your awareness where you experience your universality. So real quick, guys, I mean, how powerful is that shifting what from what's in it for me to how can I help? You instantly are, are playing in a field of potentiality, power, higher self. All of those things are called into the to the moment. I mean, and calling those things into the moment are what you were seeking, right? That's where the power lies. That's where true, authentic power lies. Um, what a powerful thing to consider, shifting that question. So many people are asking the wrong question. And of course, they're getting an answer that they're confused by, don't like, unfulfilled, unhappy, because they're asking the wrong question. Ah, what a powerful thing. Okay, moving on. If you want to make maximum use of the law of Dharma, then you have to make several commitments. The first commitment is I am going to seek my higher self, which is beyond my ego through spiritual practice. The second commitment is I'm going to discover my unique talents and finding my unique talents. I'm going to enjoy myself because the process of enjoyment occurs when I go into timeless awareness. That's when I am in a state of bliss. The third commitment is I'm going to ask myself how I I am best suited to serve humanity. I'm going to answer that question and then put it into practice. I'm going to use my unique talents to serve the needs of my fellow human beings. I will match those needs to my desire to help and serve others. Sit down and make a list of the answers to those to these two questions. Ask yourself, if money was no concern and you had all the time and money in the world, what would you do? If you would still do what you're currently doing, then you're in dharma because you have passion for what you do. You're expressing your unique talents. Then ask yourself, how am I best suited to serve humanity? Answer that question and put it into practice. Discover your divinity, find your unique talent, serve humanity with it, and you can generate all the wealth that you want. When your creative expressions match the needs of your fellow humans, then wealth will spontaneously flow from the unmanifest into the manifest, from the realm of the spirit to the world of form. You'll begin to experience your life as a miraculous expression of divinity, not just occasionally, but all the time. And you'll know true joy and the true meaning of success, the ecstasy and exaltation of your own spirit. All right. Applying the law of Dharma or purpose in life. I will put the law of Dharma into effect by making a commitment to make the following steps. One, today I will lovingly nurture the god or goddess and embryo that lies deep within my soul. I will pay attention to the spirit within me that animates both my mind and body. I will awaken myself to this deep stillness within my heart. I will carry the consciousness of timeless, eternal being in the midst of time-bound experience. Number two, I will make a list of my unique talents. Then I will list all the things that I love to do while expressing my unique talents. When I express my unique talents and use them in the service of humanity, I lose track of time and create abundance in my life as well as as in the lives of others. Three, I will ask myself daily, how can I serve and how can I help? The answer to these questions will allow me to help and serve my fellow human beings with love. All right, guys, summary and conclusion of the book here. Um, That's the final law. Beautiful, huh? And there's a quote here at, at the top of the summary and conclusion. I want to know God's thoughts. The rest are details. And that's Albert Einstein. 
The universal mind choreographs everything that is happening in billions of galaxies with elegant precision and unfaltering intelligence. Its intelligence is ultimate and supreme, and it permeates every fiber of existence. From the smallest to the largest, from the atom to the cosmos, everything that is alive is an expression of this intelligence. And this intelligence operates through the seven spiritual laws. If you look at any cell in the human body, you will see through its functioning the expression of these laws. Every cell, whether it's a stomach cell, a heart cell, a brain cell, has its birth in the law of pure potentiality. DNA is a perfect example of pure potentiality. In fact, it is the material expression of pure potentiality. The same DNA existing in every cell expresses itself in different ways in order to fulfill the unique requirements of that particular cell. Each cell also operates through the law of giving. A cell is alive and healthy when it is in a state of balance and equilibrium. The state of equilibrium is one of fulfillment and harmony, but it is maintained by a constant give and take. Each cell gives to, gives to and supports every other cell and in turn is nourished by every other cell. The cell is always in a state of dynamic flow and the flow is never interrupted. In fact, the flow is the very essence of the life of the cell. And only by maintaining this flow of giving is the cell able to receive and thus continue its vibrant existence. The Law of Karma The Law of Karma is exquisitely executed by every cell because built into its intelligence is the most appropriate and precisely correct response to every situation as it occurs. The law of least effort is also exquisitely executed by every cell in the body. It does its job with quiet efficiency in the state of restful alertness. Through the law of intention and desire, every intention of every cell harness, harnesses the infinite organizing power of nature's intelligence. Even a simple intention such as metabolizing a molecule of sugar immediately sets off a symphony of events in the body where precise amounts of hormones have to be secreted at precise moments to convert this molecule of sugar into pure creative energy. Of course, every cell expresses the law of det detachment. It is detached from the outcome of its intentions. It doesn't stumble or falter because its behavior is a function of life-centered, present-moment awareness. Each cell also expresses the law of dharma. Each cell must discover its own source, the higher self. It must serve its fellow beings and express its unique talents. Heart cells, stomach cells, and immune cells all have their source in the higher self, the field of pure potentiality. And because they are directly linked to the cos this cosmic computer, they can express their unique talents with effortless ease and timeless awareness. Only by expressing their unique talents can they maintain both their own integrity and the integrity of the whole body. The internal dialogue of every cell in the human body is, how can I help? The heart cells want to help the immune cells. The immune cells want to help the stomach and lung cells. And the brain cells are listening to and helping every other cell. Every cell in the human body has only one function to help every other cell. By looking at the behavior of the cells of our own body, we can observe the most extraordinary and efficient expression of the seven spiritual laws. This is the genius of nature's intelligence. These are the thoughts of God. The rest are details. The seven spiritual laws of success are powerful principles that will enable you to attain self-mastery. If you put your attention on these laws and practice the steps outlined in this book, you will see that you can manifest anything you want, all the affluence, money, and success that you desire. You will also see that your life becomes more joyful and abundant in every way, for these laws are also the spiritual laws of life that make living worthwhile. There is a natural sequence for the application of these laws in your daily life that may help you to remember them.
The law of pure potentiality is experienced through silence, through meditation, through non-judgment, through communion with nature, but it is activated by the law of giving. The principle here is to learn to give that which you seek. That's how you activate the law of pure potentiality. If you seek affluence, give affluence. If you seek money, give money. If you seek love, appreciation, and affection, then learn to give love, appreciation, and affection. Through your actions in the law of giving, you activate the law of karma. You create good karma, and good karma makes everything in life easy. You notice that you don't have to expend a lot of effort to fulfill your desires, which automatically leads to an understanding of the law of least effort. When everything is easy and effortless and your desires keep getting fulfilled, you're spontaneously, you spontaneously begin to understand the law of intention and desire. Fulfilling your desires with effortless ease makes it easy for you to practice the law of detachment. Finally, as you begin to understand all the above laws, you begin to focus on your true purpose in life, which leads to the law of dharma. Through the use of this law, by expressing your unique talents and fulfilling the needs of your fellow humans, you begin to create whatever you want whenever you want it. You become carefree and joyful and your life becomes an expression of unbounded love. We are travelers on a cosmic journey, stardust swirling and dancing in the eddies and whirlpools of infinity. Life is eternal, but the expressions of life are ephemeral, momentary, transient. Gautama Buddha, the founder of Buddhism, once said, This existence of ours is as transient as autumn clouds. To watch the birth and death of beings is like looking at the movements of a dance. A lifetime is like a flash of lightning in the sky, rushing by like a torrent down a steep mountain. We have stopped for a moment to encounter each other, to meet, to love, to share. This is a precious moment, but it is transient. It is a little parentheses in eternity. If we share with caring, lightheartedness, and love, we will create abundance and joy for each other. And then this moment will have been worthwhile. Ah, what a lovely book. I hope you guys have enjoyed it as much as I have. Um, It certainly has a lot to offer. I mean, I would say understanding these laws is way more precious than a Harvard education or doing anything out there in the world to create a life that you want. It's teaching you how to go within, understand how the game in which you find yourself operates how you get in the flow, how you become a, a master of the game of life. And that's what it is. It's a, it's a parentheses in eternity, a beautiful dream God once had. And I couldn't be more honored to show up in your dream and to connect with you in your dream and to have you show up and connect with me and my dream. Thank you all. I love you. And uh, I do have some music to leave you with, appropriately titled Days Gone, right? They're fleeting. It's uh, by an artist named Tor, T-O-R. Have a lovely day.